Hi guys, we are back. I know it's been a while, but it's vibrant vernacular. Um, this is Azale and Pashas. We are short one crew member today, but she shall return shortly. She's just busy today. Um, but we want to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, as always, we start the attitude of gratitude. So, um, Pashas, what you thankful for, girl? Ooh. Oh, oh gosh! You know it's kind of like right now finding a needle in a haystack, uh, for lack of better terms. But uh, I am thankful for existence. I would say, you know, I could be somewhere else, floating in cyberspace somewhere, but I am definitely still here, still rocking with everybody. Um, thank you for my family, friends. You know. All of the support that you normally get, and my ancestors, thank you for them as well. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, I don't know. No, let me stop. Um, well, I'm thankful today is actually my son's birthday. So, oh, happy birthday, Aiden! Yeah, so thankful for him. You know, changing my world nine years ago. Mm. Yeah. It's uh, been good and bad. You know, I'm the type of person to keep it real. So, yeah, just make sure parenting is something you want to do. <laughs> because <laughs> it's a lot of shit that oh comes with gosh. this. You know, like, I always talk to my grandma about that. I was like, y'all fed me well. You know, got me comfortable clothes. But, like, once he got here, it was, like, you know, a different story. So, like, yeah, that's when, you know. Reality sets in. Yeah, and it's like real reality. It's ain't reality TV stuff. It's like, yeah, hair falling out, reality. So, agreed, but agreed, agreed. I am thankful for him because he did change things um, for the better. Sometimes kids will, you know, force you to grow up and really actually what you think you're living for a purpose, you're not. Um, mm-hmm. So they make you change your perspective. So I am forever indebted to him for that, which is a good thing. Um, I have to agree. They make you grow up, even if you don't want to. Like as far as the the aspect of responsibility, like now I I have to be responsible. Oh wow, thanks. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, thanks. That's right. Oh gosh. But it's you know what? It's a good responsibility because sometimes Mm -hmm. I think people need it sooner than later. And I honestly, if I look back, that was a point in my life where I needed it. Like it was like you doing the most right now so let me come slow you down before you become way more destructive um to yourself than what you're and, doing and that's exactly. the crazy thing to yourself it's not like it was like I'm about to go burn down this building yeah. over here it was like I'm burning down myself and then exactly here came Anaja yeah. lucky me <laughs> exactly exactly so um yeah they are little blessings in disguise um but today I think we were just gonna try um tap into like talk discussing about like energy and just kind of you know any spiritual rituals like what do you do to kind of get yourself like in a good space because I know me and you have really been concentrating on that yeah for me I would say like heavily within the past like maybe two or maybe maybe two years, like kind of pre-pandemic, then full-blown pandemic, and then Mm -hmm. trying to continue it now. It's just, and it's something also I'm teaching my son that like energy is like beyond contagious. Mm -hmm. So 
what I try to tell him is like, hey, you know, if you wake up having a shit day, it's going to be shittier because now I'm pissed off because your energy's transferring. And then just nothing is going to go your way. So you got to have to, you know, set the tone and learn how to pivot, um, you know, whether things are going your way or not. So um, I don't know. I've just kind of been paying attention. Not that like I'm the super witch, but just kind of really been paying attention to like the certain um, moon phases, just how Mm -hmm. I feel with the universe and, you know, tapping into trying to read positive things, whether it's the Bible or um, self-care books or just something inspirational. So I don't know, like what's your fancy to do or what have you been doing to kind of get your energy right? I've been struggling to be honest with you. Lately, it has been a tougher task than, I don't know, I can't say the normal, but I feel like that energy shift, like you said, it's like a pathway. So mm-hmm. like once that one piece, like you could be having like the greatest day ever, but that one piece can kind of send you on a spiral that is sometimes very hard mm-hmm. to get out of, for lack of better terms. And I'm working on working on my wordplay because I think that's a, a big thing for me is mm-hmm. the words I use. And it is very it has become a challenge, like even saying the word challenge versus saying hard, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm working on not making it be hard. Because if I say hard, then that means that it, it's like me telling the universe that I want it to be hard. So mm-hmm. like just trying to understand how everything works has been a very uh, interesting uh, feat for me lately. And it's just kind of like, I don't know. I just want things to stop. So I've been trying to (laughs) burn sage, burn my Palo Santo, like just doing whatever I can read about and learn about that seems like it can shift energy. Mm -hmm. Praying every morning, working to meditate more, praying more every morning and working to meditate more every morning. So working on both of those Mm -hmm. to try to help calm the mind. Um, Yes. But I, I, I'm like really trying to learn. And like you said, me and you have been kind of, it seems like we've been kind of simultaneously like twins working through this spiritual aspect of things and energy aspect of things since we kind of knew each other, just trying to feed off of each other, and mm-hmm. learn more as a group, you know, like understanding the moon phases, spiritual baths, um, all of that stuff. And I just know that there has to be, it's kind of like you have to do an overhaul. It feels like, you know, to kind of make things shape, I would say. So I like how you mentioned the wordplay because I just read a meme that I thought, not that I get all my advice guys for memes, Mm -hmm. but sometimes they're handy dandy. Um, But it has said with your words, be careful, you know, how you talk to yourself, even subconsciously. And they were like, if you think about it, that's why it's called spelling, because it's a spell. It's casting what you are thinking into reality. And I thought exactly. that was like neat. I never thought of it that way. Um, but that is important. And that um, just a transparent moment, that's like I shared with you and Shawan, that's what I'm struggling with my son. Like he is just very negative, <laughs> very angry. And I'm trying to just tap into what that is. It's definitely a whole realm of things that I'm going to further detail, but 
just trying to start with basic stuff like, hey, change your mindset, change your thoughts. And even small things, I'm like, before you take a test, just, you know, say something positive, like I can do it. I'm going to, you know, try the best that I can do. Or, mm-hmm. you know, when you're out there playing your sport, like I got this, you know, but also at the same time, being realistic with yourself, like everything's not always going to go your way, but still be confident and comfortable in yourself to know you tried your very best. And that is my expectation that I set for him. You just got to try your best. It doesn't have to be like straight A's, which I would prefer. But if you do get like a C or D, there's a difference between did you try or did you, are you just being lazy? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, it's just that I don't, and I don't know, like this generation, a lot of what they look at, I would say is not the most positive but then I think back so prime example I use for him so my son likes this crazy rapper that XX Testacion yep I've heard of him yep I'm just like I don't like him I don't like his music don't like what he looks like don't like what he stands for you know but then I had to take a step back I talked over with this to my sister and I used the example with my son I said well funny thing is my his xx tatashion was my dmx so my mom was like yo you're not putting a bloody poster up in the room that looks satanic <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. you're not listening to that stop it and i was just like what are you talking about this is cool this is what all the kids are listening to he's not even talking about the devil like all this crazy stuff so i actually shared that with him and kind of explained it and i actually allowed him to listen to dmx And I was like, you see all these bad words that he's using? This is why my mom did not allow me to listen to him at the time because it was not appropriate. Now that I'm adult, not to say it's any more appropriate, but I can now make that decision for myself if this is something I want to listen to or not. I said, so that's kind of my example for you of kind of where we're not necessarily shielding you, but certain things I don't feel like you should be exposed to right now. You can make Mm -hmm. that decision on in life. it's a constant struggle I don't know if you listen or not but I know we ain't listening to that damn music and my that that's I think like you said like our generation it was just a different a different person but the same level exactly what what I tried to like my daughter is where we kind of not necessarily struggle um, but I think it's more of a balanced thing. So like she mm-hmm. looks at Bad Girls Club and all of these uh, images of Black women that are in the media. She mm-hmm. looks at uh, women on Instagram and how they pose for pictures and, you know, things of that nature. And, you know, she does some of those things. And I don't necessarily condemn her per se. Uh, Mm -hmm. for that because I know it's what she's seen visually but it's no way that we can put (laughs) I'm gonna say this because it just popped in my mind do you remember the blue blue blockers they had this old like it was just back in the day they had this commercial for these glasses and they were like horrid they were like these big thick glasses that old people would wear that would block blue rays girl from the sun and when I tell you (laughs) that's what I think about but we can't put those on our kids and kind of shield them for everything and just like our parents I mean Lil Kim was the ish for me like it didn't get any better 
And her imagery was not the best for me at my age. Like yeah, looking exactly. at what she looked like and dressed like and what she said out of her mouth. And those were not appropriate things for me, even though I was old enough to hear it in a sense to be able to disseminate between who she is and who I am and who I want to be. But the it was appealing to me because that's what was popular if that's the best the best word for it mm-hmm. so that energy that she put off was attractive to me exactly. just like the energy that they're putting off is attractive to our kids for whatever reason it is you know mm-hmm. but it is more so like just trying to find the balance and I appreciate you for even starting so early with Aiden because I wasn't abreast on meditation and of course I'm not like a religious person so when I thought of prayer it wasn't thinking of it in a sense of just putting a prayer out to or a request out to the universe. I'm looking at it in a religious manner. Mm-hmm. So I'm now I'm in the opposition of prayer, you know, so like yeah. installing spiritual values with my children never did because I wasn't into Christianity because I did a little bit of research on it. I wasn't into uh, meditation. I wasn't into anything at that time. It was just mm-hmm. me trying to you know, fly by the seat of my pants and just learning as I go, you know, so it's more so um, the fact that you're starting so early is wonderful. And like now at this age, you know, I would say within the past 10 years, I started getting more into meditation and spiritual practices, probably a little bit longer, but not as heavily as I am now. But learning those things and still dropping little jewels at that point, my daughter was old enough you know, she was too far gone, not too far gone, but, you know, it's more going to be like, she's going to be like me figuring that out as she gets older, yeah, exactly. if that makes sense. So versus her learning at an age where she can do yoga and, and have it to be already instilled in her and not that she's having to try to figure it out later in life. Yeah, exactly. That is, um, I think that's at the same time, like you said, how we grew up, like our parents didn't know. I didn't see my mom, you know, meditate or, you know, do anything like in front of us like that. I don't know about, you mm-hmm. know, no, her me my time, mom didn't. <laughs> whatever me time was for them. Yeah, um, exactly. If they even had me time. Um, and same thing, like uh, it was never, we weren't overly religious. So we went to church every now and then, but there mm-hmm. was different practices. You know, I had my grandfather following Islam. Um, my mom went to Catholic school and my dad is Catholic, but then more so, you know, we followed, went to like a Christian, um, church. So it was just like, to make a long story short, we know there's a bigger person running the show. Yep. And Mm -hmm. as you know, religion's all made up and it's just really more so what I've been focusing on is relationship. Like how do I feel with myself and how do I feel, um, you know, with what I'm doing, is it bringing about a more calm and a more peace? And I would say to mm-hmm. add on to like what we've been doing, I've really been trying to get out into nature, not yes. necessarily like on these camping <laughs> camp nights or like long trails, but just to at least get fresh air, listening to something positive, or even if it's not positive, just some upbeat music that I like while I'm out walking, running, or just sitting. Um, Mm -hmm. because I think that makes a difference like we all people get so spooked out when you talk about like the universe and nature but I'm like this is what we came from like this was created for us 
Mm-hmm. So what is so like creepy about it? But it is us. Ultimately, yeah. we are the universe. We are exactly. walking bodies. And and it's it's crazy because your thoughts shape your reality. I, yeah. And that's spooky. You think about it, what you think Very. is is what happens in your life, what shows up in your life, who you are. You know what I'm saying? As a person, it, it can't get no spookier than that. I mean, just think somebody thought of planting seeds to make plants, you know, that's yeah. crazy to me, you know, and just looking at bodies of water, looking at fish and looking at birds and, you know, I'm a nature buff, so I love it. Like I sit outside in my backyard, and I was blessed enough to get kind of what I wanted in my backyard as far as a visualization like I got fruit trees you know I got a weeping willow so and my mom was a bird watcher which is so funny to me um but she would always tell us cardinals and blue jays are like good luck and she would just always yeah have us looking at things like that so and butterflies and you know just you know nature in general like you said and so it's so wild to me, like I'll sit out sometimes and I need to do it more like you were saying, getting out into nature more, but I do need to do it more when I'm feeling the way I'm feeling now, but just sitting out in my backyard on a chair and watching the Cardinals, because we got a lot of them and watching the yes. Blue Jays, we get a lot of those and yep. like just taking it all in because nature is so immaculate you know it just goes without any effort it seems like and yeah. it feels like for us, it's so much work. And like, even before we got online, we were just talking about how tomorrow's Monday. So it's like back to reality, ultimately, you know, so it's kind of like finding that inner peace and that inner comfort and just looking at the birds and looking at nature and looking at butterflies and all of that stuff can kind of put you in a good spirit and put you in a positive mood. And just to start installing it within our kids, um, is is also helpful because it'll help them have that escape we have a pond in our neighborhood and the pond has so many turtles I mean like it is crazy so we'll do our our walk because it's within walking distance so when we do our family walk sometimes we'll just stop by the pond and if we have breadcrumbs or anything we'll feed the turtles and the ducks and that is just like you know heartwarming so it kind of filters through your whole body you know when you look at it and just looking at the just the reflecting on nature itself just puts you in a better mood you know a better spirit exactly and it's just been like you said I don't and I don't know if it's because of the pandemic because we've had to stay home it's like I don't know if air and things are cleaner to animals and stuff because it's less travel but you're starting to see more rare birds like that like you're starting to see blue jays. We had a blue jay in the backyard. We've had cardinals in the backyard. I'm seeing cardinals when I walk. Mm-hmm. The most random bird I saw um, last week was a woodpecker. Like how crazy is that? Yes. And, and the fact that you saw it. <laughs> and I saw it twice, which was even more creepy. So, you know, I had to look it up. So I was walking the lake um, behind work. And and the reason I noticed is because their beak is a different color, I guess, mm-hmm. clearly to stand out because they peck wood. So I was like, that is so random. And then I stopped and I heard him and I was like, that's really a woodpecker. So I just kept going on about my walk. Literally, Pashas, the next, I think I walked two days later, the woodpecker was in my front yard. It was on my grandma's tree. Oh my gosh. And I don't know if that's the same woodpecker, but it was a woodpecker and I'm like that's not a common bird that's just flying around like and that you just see though 
Exactly. And he was on the tree outside of my window packing wood because that's the only tree we have. Like, how creepy. I know <laughs> I said not to have it mean creepy, but I'm just like, what's such, that's such a coincidence. Let me see if I can find what it means. That is the coolest thing. And it's kind of like one of those things where you know you're blessed. And that's, yeah. that's how I look at things. Like when I see, just like you said, the rare birds, we have like, I don't know what type of bird it is, but it's like a midnight blue. It's not a blue jay, but it's mm-hmm. like a midnight blue and it can look purple in, in the sun. And, you know, and it's just, <laughs> it's just weird. We were cleaning my backyard um, about two weeks ago. So we were cleaning in the backyard. And I froze and my husband's looking at me like, what the heck is going, I couldn't talk, I couldn't move. And I had planted kale last year and now I have like the seedlings and the flowers and it was a hummingbird, Azalea, a hummingbird. When I tell you, he was just flying around each flower as quickly as possible and then he flew off. I froze, I couldn't move, but I was able to, and I'll have to send it on Instagram, but I was able to videotape it and once I was like so elated like jumping around like a kid you know because I was so excited that I got to see that like that's a rare like you said a woodpecker that's rare that you would actually get the opportunity to see that in real life so like I sent it to my brother and he was freaking out me and him just talking on the phone, freaking out. Like, he was like, I can't believe you saw it. It was huge. Like, oh my gosh. And we're freaking out over a bird, a bird. You know what I'm saying? Like most people would think that's crazy to be freaking out over a bird, but we were literally freaking out over a bird. That clearly indicates something like not everybody has a hummingbird like coming to the yard and for it Mm -mm. to go to each flower. Yes. And t- and it was kind of like it wanted us to see it, you know, because hummingbirds move quick. Like, they're not, like, the slowest bird. Like, they are yeah. quickly on the move, and they're so tiny as well. So it was just, I don't know, it was just like a blessing. I, w- I always try to count seeing them as a blessing yeah. Um, because I feel like it gives me good luck and motivation for the week. So that's how I look at it. Mm-hmm. I have to like woodpecker while I'm um talking but I think it just had to do with like strength resilience determination so for you guys that all sounds right google that um but I don't know again just simple things like that if you really take the time to kind of slow down and be in tune and to me seeing stuff like that is confirmation that we are starting to get it right if that makes sense Mm -hmm. yes it makes a lot of sense you're just starting to really what like you're speaking you're praying really trying to become in tune with yourself I feel like once you see things like that and really start to pay attention to your everyday like interactions with the universe and you get little things like that for confirmation that say you're on the right path um but I don't know I just think that's been great that we've been doing that and getting confirmation (laughs) that what we're doing is correct um I think last but not least, just speaking, but also writing things down. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know who said that or where I got that from, but I always start, like we always do, the new year, kind of write it down, put it away. But on these certain like moon phases, I'll write certain intentions and just kind of like leave it there. 
um, I kind of do that periodically. Like if I'm changing goals, like mid midweek um, or mid quarter, just like write it down and try to repeat it and say, you know, like this will happen. Um, so I don't know. I would think that's the last little bit of just kind of energy and spiritual exchange. I would say like speak it, write it and read it. I think that's wonderful food for thought. And I never thought about seeing those as confirmation. So I love how you put that because that now puts that in a different perspective for me. Mm -hmm. And they always talk about grounding yourself, which I'm supposed to do this every, you know, week, every day if possible. But where you take your shoes off and you, you know, walk in the grass, whether you stay Mm -hmm. in there for five minutes (laughs) in some dry grass or whatever, but just taking your shoes off and grounding yourself in nature. And I keep telling myself to do that. And of course I fall short, you know, you have those busy moments and then you just forget, but definitely need to start grounding myself more and just sitting in the sun and being more yeah. observant than, than speakative. And, and that's my, my problem is I, I feel like I talk too much, not just verbally, but in my mind that yeah. I don't allow myself to just sit and be still and just take it all in. But when we do our walks and stuff like that, like you were saying, that is kind of confirmation that you are taking it all in when you do take the time to observe that because yeah. by your mind being so busy all the time, most of the time you don't see those things. You don't exactly. notice them. They could sit on your nose and you probably won't see it because you're exactly. so in your own head. So I like how you said that. I'm going to try to start writing. Writing is the hardest thing for me because I feel like maybe it's an accountability thing for me that mm-hmm. if I write something down and it's not accomplished, I feel, you know, not accomplished, I guess you could say. Yeah. So I do need to start writing down my intentions more and, you know, just praying more on it in hopes that, you know, the light will come, I guess you could say. Exactly. And I'm not like deep into writing, so I'm not like journaling, but I literally will get just like a index card and write something down really quick. Just be like, let's try to focus on this for the week. Or, um, so I'm a nerd. I have a planner. <laughs> so for the week, I will either in my planner write a verse, a Bible verse that I want to meditate on or a positive quote to be kind of like the intention for the week, like where I need to focus. So when I open my planner and see what I have to do for the day, I'm also reading that quote. So I don't know. You're, like you said, your mind's running a mile a minute, but I'm just hopeful that something <laughs> that I'm doing is sticking. Um, I'm going to try that this week. I am. And I'm going to try it with a mantra. And I think that'll help yep. me to ground myself. Exactly. I'm definitely going to try it this week. Oh, goodness. Fingers crossed. Because I'm yeah. a person that say something and do the total opposite of what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. definitely need to try that this week. I I have to because something got to give at this okay. point. So. But yeah. Yeah. So that was our little food for thought kind of wrapped in there. But um it's all about energy. That's how we make the world go round. So spread good vibes. If you have shitty vibes, stay home. Um but yeah, other than that, like Pasha said, thanks for listening. And anything else you want to say, Pasha's? No, ma'am. You guys enjoy your week. Thank you so much. Yes. Bye.